Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, September 8th. After reigning for more than 70 years through 15 prime ministers, through 14 U.S. presidents, Queen Elizabeth II has died at the age of 96. Commemorations have poured in from leaders around the world as her country and the world reflect on a life of service. Queen Elizabeth has been a constant presence in the life of her subjects and for millions around the world. For most Britons and residents of the Commonwealth, she's the only monarch they have ever known in their lifetimes. The announcement of her death was posted on the gates of Buckingham Palace with a message saying, quote, The Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. Balmoral, of course, is the Queen's summer residence in Scotland. Queen Elizabeth was the longest-serving monarch in UK history, first ascending to the throne in 1952, meaning she's been the queen ever since Harry Truman was president of the United States. Her formal coronation came a year later in 1953. She oversaw 15 prime ministers and worked with and outlasted almost as many presidents. The only president who served during her reign with whom she did not meet was President Lyndon B. Johnson. Earlier this year, she celebrated her Platinum Jubilee, celebrating 70 years since the start of her reign. Her eldest son, Charles, is now King Charles III, his wife Camilla, the Queen Consort. Prince William is now the heir apparent and will likely become the Prince of Wales. In the wake of his mother's death, the king said in a statement, quote, We mourn profoundly the passing of a cherished sovereign and a much-loved mother. I know her loss will be deeply felt throughout the country, the realms, and the commonwealth, and by countless people around the world. King Charles is expected to speak tomorrow. Prime Minister Liz Truss spoke outside 10 Downing Street today. Queen Elizabeth II was the rock on which modern Britain was built. Our country has grown and flourished under her reign. And with the passing of the second Elizabethan age, we usher in a new era in the magnificent history of our great country, exactly as Her Majesty would have wished, by saying the words, God save the King. It's worth noting how the Queen was fulfilling her duties right up to the very end of her life. Prime Minister Truss is only on the job a couple of days. It was just on Tuesday at Balmoral, when Queen Elizabeth met with Truss, asked her to form a government, and formally made her prime minister. Coincidentally, President Biden participated in a previously scheduled conversation with Prime Minister Truss earlier today, conveying his respects. Later in the day, the president issued a formal statement with his and the First Lady's reaction to the passing of the Queen, saying, quote, We send our deepest condolences to the royal family, who are not only mourning their queen, but their dear mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother. Her legacy will loom large in the pages of British history and in the story of our world. Back in June, the Bidens offered their congratulations to the Queen on the occasion of her Platinum Jubilee with this video message. Your Majesty, congratulations on your Platinum Jubilee. 
Throughout your reign, the relationship between the United Kingdom and the United States has grown stronger and closer than ever. And Joe and I were so touched by the generosity and welcome you showed to us when we visited you at Windsor Castle last year during our first visit overseas as President and First Lady. When Biden visited the United Kingdom for a G7 summit back last year in 2021, the Queen made a surprise decision to travel to the Cornish coast to meet with the world leaders gathered there, a signal of her desire to remain engaged in global affairs. Clearly, Queen Elizabeth saw her fair share of administrative changes in the United Kingdom, but she also watched a series of administration changes here in the United States as well. CNN royal commentator Kate Williams noted in today's coverage that the Queen enjoyed a unique relationship with American presidents. What I think American presidents, along with UK prime ministers, what they have most liked about meeting the Queen is the fact that she keeps whatever you say secret. You can also talk to her about matters of state and she has seen everything. So she is a wonderful person to to really act as a sounding board. Her first state visit to Washington came in 1957, where she was hosted by then-President Eisenhower. It was an important moment for the new sovereign to represent her country with its most important ally in World War II. For America, it was royalty year when Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip were welcomed at the White House by the First Lady at the beginning of a memorable visit to the nation. President Jimmy Carter's visit to Buckingham Palace in 1977 was pretty memorable, and perhaps not for a great reason. He kissed the Queen Mother on the lips at that visit. President Ronald Reagan was the first American leader to spend the night at Windsor Castle. He did that in 1982. He and the Queen shared a love of horses, which seemed to cement their pretty comfortable relationship. Reagan's successor, President George H.W. Bush, brought the Queen to her first baseball game at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore during a state visit in 1991. Both Reagan and Bush were later given honorary knighthoods, the UK's highest distinction. President George W. Bush paid an official state visit to Queen Elizabeth back in 2003. He was also the last American president to host the Queen at the White House. That was in 2007. That state visit marked the 50th anniversary of her first state visit, And she was also here in the United States to mark the 400th anniversary of the English settlement of Jamestown, Virginia. The settlers at Jamestown planted the seeds of freedom and democracy on American soil. And from those seeds sprung a nation that will always be proud to trace its roots back to our friends across the Atlantic. Your Majesty, I appreciate your leadership during these times of danger and decision. President Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama went to London early on in their tenure back in 2009. They brought with them an iPod loaded with footage of the Queen's previous visits to Washington as one of the gifts they bestowed upon her. Just think about that. The Queen getting an iPod. This is the same Queen who was the first to have her coronation on live television back in the 1950s. You may remember that visit. It was during that trip in 2009 where Michelle Obama got some flack for touching the queen, which isn't typically done when people meet her. It was made clear that the queen took absolutely no offense. The Obamas made a return visit to the UK in May 2011, where the queen welcomed the first couple. Your visit to this country inevitably reminds us of our shared history, our common language, and our strong intellectual and cultural links. It also reminds us that your country twice came to the rescue 
of the free and democratic world when it was facing military disaster. In his remarks, President Obama made sure to thank the Queen for the invitation. I bring warm greetings from tens of millions of Americans who claim British ancestry, including me through my mother's family. In July of 2018, President Trump met with Queen Elizabeth at Windsor Castle for the very first time. In June 2019, Donald Trump made his first official state visit to Great Britain, where the Trump family sat down with the royal family for quite a lavish state banquet. The royal banquet is a defining feature of a UK state visit. The Queen and President Trump recognized the 75th anniversary of D-Day and both highlighted the strong ties between the two nations. Ladies and gentlemen, I invite you all to rise and drink a toast to President and Mrs. Trump, to the continued friendship between our two nations, and to the health, prosperity, and happiness of the people of the United States. Thank you for your warm welcome for this beautiful weather, (laughs) your gracious hospitality, and Your Majesty's nearly seven decades of treasured friendship with the United States of America. The statements poured in from the American presidents who all met with the Queen and formed some sort of relationship with her. Bill and Hillary Clinton, Barack and Michelle Obama, George W. Bush and Laura Bush, Donald Trump and Melania Trump, they all put out statements expressing their mourning, their sorrow, but also all expressing a pretty consistent theme about the Queen's life of service and that she conducted that service with grace and dignity. And it is also worth noting, as some of these presidents did in their statements, just the era of transformation, societal transformation, that Queen Elizabeth's reign coincided with. Just think about where society was in 1952 and where it is in 2022. And that one monarch's reign saw that incredible arc of transformation in society and participated in it each step of the way. That gets at the steadfastness of the Queen's service through very rocky times, through totally joyous times, just the consistency of her service on display with that grace and dignity, despite all the transformational change that was happening around her. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.